Hello and welcome to the Dr. Richard podcast, a show about health, well-being, fitness and humanity. I'm Dr. Richard Marks. Today I'm excited to welcome Nikita Kuzmin. Nikita is a dancer and TV star from Strictly Come Dancing. How are you and what three things make you smile? Wow, straight away was good questions. Well, number one, I'm really well. Uh, I'm really busy, but I'm in general, I'm really positive. I feel in this, in this period, um, that I'm surrounded by happiness and love. Good. Which is, I believe that's the most important things. That's why I'm really in good mood. Uh, a lot of things are happening. It's not the easiest of periods, even though it's probably one of my freest periods in terms of not touring or doing strictly other things like that. But um, I'm still very happy. Three things that make me smile. I like that question. <laughs> is this your signature yeah, question? Yeah, well, it's a signature question. And I always say it can be anything for people like things that you really enjoy. Yeah. You know, or it can also be, you know, people. <laughs> people. Okay. Or, pe- or pets. <laughs> oh, I love my cat. I love my cat. I would say... I would say there are more than three things that make me smile, but definitely the first one would be family. Mm. My family is the number one thing above everything. Mm. There is nothing more important to me than family. I speak to them every single day and they make me smile all the time. Um, well, not all the time. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> um, number two, I would think, even though it sounds very simple, dancing. I really love dancing. And especially in the last period, I'm trying a lot of different dancing styles mm. in which... I'm really uncomfortable in, but this is where I'm having right now the most fun in. Wow. And even yesterday night I was in um in a class and they were completely not my dancing style and I was a bit struggling, but I love that so much. Because I don't take it to eh? What type of style is it? Um is yesterday it was like... contemporary. Oh contemporary, yeah. But it's like advanced wow. contemporary i can do contemporary mm. but then there are it's like ballroom and latin is my thing and i can do really good ballroom and latin but at the same time we're trained in everything but we're not trained the same way in contemporary and ballet yeah. and all the stuff that is in ballroom and latin so um even though it's really you're struggling i love to bring myself in those situations where i'm not really comfortable no, it's just it's just fun for me and the last thing i would definitely say it's um my ho- my home, my cats, my inner peace, uh, just the tranquility. And even though I seem that I'm quite active and all <laughs> the time <laughs> out there, a bit loud sometimes, but uh, I love to come home into the quietness. Well, you probably need to recharge. You know? Yeah, I need to recharge so much all, all the time, to be fair. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we know each other and... Um, you know, you have come to my clinic and you you got an amazing smile, <laughs> amazing smile, fantastic smile. So how did you actually become a dancer? What's the story that led you into that? Was it something that you kind of always had a passion for or was it something that you kind of studied early, you know, in childhood? Yeah, well, I started when I was four, when I was still in Ukraine and uh, to realistically i wanted to be a karate guy right i want to be a karate kid i loved jackie chan he was my childhood hero and that was always my passion since i was a kid but when i went there and i was four years old which is really young i couldn't do like a forward roll and i was a little bit too impatient i was just all over the place so they said i'm way too young to do karate 
my sister already started ballroom and Latin. Mm-hmm. So my mom, I don't know how much is true, but she always said that I always keep uh, was dancing at home. Mm-hmm. I don't remember those moments. I remember I was karateing all the time. So my, well, my mom's story is that I always was dancing at home. So she brought me to dancing. And honestly, since four and now I'm 25, I never questioned it. I never looked back. It's always been like a clear path. And I'm I'm very much goal oriented i'm very focused so it's never i never had like different kind of distractions it was never an option so yeah you never thought of being uh dancing karate dancing karate (laughs) (laughs) i thought actually when i was 13 and you know the transition of when you're a bit insecure about stuff um i thought i why shouldn't i become a football player Mm. i but i definitely don't regret that Number one, I'm I'm not good. I'm not good. <laughs> and you're a brilliant dancer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I try my best. So you lived in many places around the world mm. growing up. How did you find that experience, you know, kind of living in different places? Did you enjoy it or did you find that it was challenging moving around all the time? I think a bit of both. Um, I think it has a lot of pros and a lot of cons. Um, the pros are, I know, couple of languages uh, languages which most people don't speak like German um, Italian or whatever Ukrainian Russian and and English right but uh, that's the good thing and as well what what is good is that I'm very quick to adapt myself in new situations mm-hmm. so um, I'm really quick with finding people finding new things to do um, relocating moving out and just I'm comfortable whatever you put me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the cons are, well, it's, first of all, it's really difficult for a kid. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good mentally to move out that many times mm-hmm. when from the age of 10 to the age of 18, we moved out 11 times. Wow. Like, you know, like relocating, but like building furniture off, building furniture on putting up things and then bring them down like comp like moving moving not just like clothes moving so i think those kind of things were not really healthy as uh, especially in terms of mind i'm really good now at building furniture <laughs> i'm incredible at building furniture because i did it so many times but um yeah i think there are there are lots of cons and as well as like you you search for stability Especially as a kid, you search for stability. And if you don't have it, I think it's something that later on in life catches up with you. And then you have to treat it. Uh, That's well. probably why you know you've made that home and you like having that yeah. place to call but, home. But you know what? Uh, yeah, that's what, yeah, one of the points, yeah, that I'm really, like, that's one of my happiness. Uh, but um, um, I really, really like being in London. Mm. I love being, city. no, but in general, I love being in London. I love being in the UK. I really, I feel connected to British people, to in general, the Irish, Welsh. Um, I, f- I really feel comfortable feel here. Well, the really good thing about London is it's not just an English or British city, you know. It's everybody's city. Yeah, it is, you know? it is. And you it can is. be here a short time and it becomes your home and it's everybody's true. home. So that's the amazing it's thing true. about London. But I have to say, even Frankfurt in Germany, when I was living there for six years, it's an international city, like people speak more English there than German. And I never felt the same way though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Something special. It's it's just, uh, maybe the culture, maybe my Ukrainian, Italian upbringing 
and my way of joking, my humor, my understanding of life, it's similar to the British or in general to the United Kingdom's one. Yeah, yeah. Well, humor is important. Definitely. Oh, it's so important. <laughs> the banter here is gotta have continuous, a and it's good. It's good. People <laughs> it laugh. People ends. have fun, and that's the most important thing. <laughs> definitely. So you did appear on TV in Germany. So how mm-hmm. did you find that? How did you find the German dance experience on the TV compared to the UK? Well, um, let's say I was also much younger. Mm. I was also much younger, and. I saw because my sister is doing Strictly in in, uh, in Italy since 10 years. So I always was watching her doing TV and I was watching Italian TV. So when I came to Germany and they then asked me to do Strictly there, um, I was young and I was, I think, naive and I was a little bit stupid as well because I came there and I thought I'm the best. I know everything. <laughs> I have nothing to learn. Um, I'm just the coolest kid in town, the new one, the <laughs> sensation, right? And I learned the hard way very quickly. And actually, I think the German version that they, in general, the German people, that they made me learn quickly. Because if I wouldn't have learned in Germany the lesson that I I need to I need to watch out, I need to learn from the people who are who know more than me. Oh, I might not be the smartest guy in the room. Let it go. Let you're the first year. You, if your first year, probably you don't know things, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that I had that experience in Germany because that made me prepare 100% for my first year in Strictly in, in England, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. and even then, I still didn't know anything. Everything was new. I was just like an yeah, excited yeah, yeah. kid in a toys room. <laughs> but that's why, you know, everything happens for a reason. It right? does. Everything, everything happens for a reason. reason. And you also hold Italian Championship dance titles. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's pretty amazing. What do you think about Italy? That you know the food. <laughs> well, Italy. It's I consider Italy my home. Mm. Like even now, uh, yeah, to after tomorrow, I'm flying to Rome, where is my family. Mm. I just bought a flat there, and oh, it's amazing. like it's it's just it's my safe place mm. in some kind of way. I think it's also to do with the fact that my family's there. Mm-hmm. So wherever my family is, is where nice. home is. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really. It's not really about the city. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is about the country, but it's not really about the city. Mm-hmm. And well, I love Italy. Mm-hmm. I really love Amazing. Italy. And up till last year, I always thought that I will finish my career uh, whenever I'll finish it. And then I will go home to Italy. But I'm not sure anymore because I'm really enjoying my time here now. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I started <laughs> thinking about it. Like the moment now I bought a flat a month ago, I was like, I'm not so sure anymore if I want to come back. <laughs> I really enjoy the time here. I enjoy the people. I'm making friends. I'm making kind of, I'm establishing myself. I'm getting comfortable here. So I'm not really sure anymore if I want to come back. But <laughs> I still love Italy. Yeah. Food. <laughs> you can love both. <laughs> I can. I can. Definitely. So how did it come about being on Strictly Come Dancing in the UK? And and do you enjoy it? Well, I absolutely love it. I have to admit, it's just I didn't expect it to enjoy that much. Not even not even ten percent of it. I was always a competitor. I was always a competition guy. I I was let's say quite much opposite to TV. I was never there was never kind of like my thing. Well, I didn't know it was my thing up until I didn't join it, up until I didn't see how much you can express yourself, how much you can influence people, how much you can. And even with the diabetes thing, right? Yeah, um, that's something I wanted to talk about oh, as well. So best how is it, you know, having diabetes? And obviously you've been quite an advocate on that. 
Yeah. How has it been like having that as a challenge in your career and turning it into a kind of positive thing? Well, it's definitely challenging. It's just a challenge on a daily basis. Um, you do have to keep track on it continuously. Now, even this coffee, right? Um, it has sugar in it. So mm. I have to keep track of that. Whatever I ate in the in the cab on the way here, I have to keep track on it. Um, waking up in the middle of the night before... Uh, actually, an interesting story. I don't think I ever shared it with anybody. Um, on the first day of filming, of presenting the new professionals of Strictly Come Dancing, we had an early call time. It was a brilliant day overall, but we had an early call time and I was really stressed the night before. Obviously, tomorrow is a big day when they announce the four of us. And there are two types of insulin, right? There is a quick insulin, there is a slow insulin. That's a long discussion there. But because I was so nervous, I overdosed with the wrong quick one. type of insulin oh instead of doing the long gosh. one. So from one o'clock in the night up until six in the morning, the only thing I've been doing is trying to take every single type of sugar I have in at home. I drink uh, <laughs> one and a half liters of smoothies. I ate unbelievable amount of chocolate, uh, chalk, everything, everything, just eating, 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 eating nonstop. And my sugars kept falling and falling and oh falling and God. falling. And I remember I came to that first day of shooting after, uh, after one hour of sleep and the whole night just fighting my sugars. And I was just like, that, oh that, gosh. that, that, that. Thanks God it went well. Um, I didn't like what I was wearing, but I it went well overall because the whole Strictly team is just so supportive. Everybody's just, every just comes and they uplift you. And this is what, what why everybody has a possibility to shine. There, is, there are 20 of us, mm. right? And there is a possibility to shine for each and every one of us, which is the, the best thing. Yeah? That just shows, you know, it's a great team, you know. It's the best team, honestly. And that comes across. I don't think there is a better team than our team. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you danced recently, um, most recently, with Ellie Simmons. Mm -hmm. um, how was that experience for you? Probably the most interesting and probably the best experience I ever had. Uh, I don't think I ever learned as much as quickly as I learned in that period. Um, Else is fantastic and she's been so helpful from the very beginning from the very beginning when I, I didn't know which terms to use I didn't know well I didn't know anything I just knew that we could do it if we do it as a team and she was so supportive she was and even figuring out things like the choreographies right mm. there, are, there were times when I was coming Monday morning and I was thinking yeah the choreography is ready and then I was trying with Ellie and I'm like Oh, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> Shush. Uh, the, I didn't plan this. Hmm. I didn't plan this. And I had to go the, I had to go re and, and you have to think on your feet. You've got to think fast. Oh, you right? always have to think of your feet. But that's a nice thing. Yeah. And I love doing choreography. But it makes you more creative. It does. It's, that's why I love my job. Because it is continuously creative. It's continuously challenging. And Ellie's been always so helpful. She's like, yeah, it's okay. We can do that. We can do that. Mm, let's try it. Let's try it. And the nice thing about her as well is that she's been throwing herself in, especially lifts. Mm. I mean, 
I was more afraid than she was. She was like, yeah, just put me upside down. <laughs> just throw me out. She's like, woohoo. And I'm like, why are you making noises when you're upside down? When I'm spinning and I'm like, and I'm stressed, I'm sweating. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want her to go down and smack herself with the head. Um, but she's just, yeah, 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 whatever, let's go. I mean, I think it's part of the of the Paralympian exactly. mindset. Exactly, she's an athlete. And, and she uh, knows what how much she needs to push to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's wow. been always, it's been the best thing ever. And now on, I'm still seeing her. We played badminton two days ago. And you came to the clinic. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I, and I and I brought her to the clinic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, yeah. It's, it's she's fantastic, honestly. Right. She's been the best. And at one point, you did a dentist dancing routine. With a dancing I, I, I think I sent you, did I? I've seen the picture. Unfortunately, I wasn't there live for that one. But, but I remember I was speaking to you about it. Was like, it was something when I brought her to the I clinic know, and I was exactly. saying we're going to do it. It was that week, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was that week. But yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I have come to the studio to see the um, Strictly being performed, but it wasn't that yeah. week, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Because it's we were... like how they come up with the ideas. Well, <laughs> the thing is, we. We had, because there is a whole team, right? On on a Friday before the, like, on a Friday, we prepare for next week, Saturday. And we are th- sitting there with a the whole team and we are thinking about ideas, about stuff. And they told me, well, we have this idea about uh, being in a mall and um, it's a photo booth and you're in love. And I'm like, okay, well, that's nice. Could but be something better. Can it be something more interesting? Like just something unusual. Something, yeah, just anything. Because the the thing which I don't like is just not to stand out. I wanna I wanna be able to just being remembered for things, right? And that means also taking riskier choices. And I'm fine with that because I can take the blame. I'm fine. I will take the blame and I will take the credit when it's good, right? I'm fine finding this balance. Sometimes you. You, you take the good decisions, sometimes you don't. But the, the point is for me, it's not to sit back and go, yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah, let's just do the, the usual thing. Because you want, you want to keep it interesting. You want to keep it creative. Our job as choreographers, as creative people, as artists, is to always try to push it, always try to think of something, not just being happy with the, with the usual thing. Because at the same time, the audience at home, they're seeing 13 couples, then 12, then 11, but it's a lot of people. And if everybody has the same choreography, same routine, we're going to say very similar things, then where is the personality? Where is the, where's the creativity, right? That's why everybody, I think, tries to push it, right? And this is why as well, uh, this is how the dentist came up. <laughs> Actually, it was I think it was uh, Jason Gilkinson, our choreographer. He was like, hmm, let's go with the dentist. And everybody laughed. And I looked at him. Hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> and then I looked at, uh, at Jack, Jack Lethill, and he was like... Do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, okay. Let me let me call our main producer, and then she said, sure. And then yeah, just, just dentist. Happened. Wow, I love. <laughs> I love. I love the. I love this uh, thing. You want, yeah, you want yeah, the mouth Yeah, mouth like, Oh my god, it's so good. So um, obviously, you talked about your family being important. Um, yeah. So tell us about you know your grandmother being mm-hmm. in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and obviously, the kind of worry about that that time and. You know, and, and obviously yeah. she was able to um, come and see you and everything, but it yeah. must have been quite hard and, you know, um, seeing that. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's still hard every time we speak about it. And um, it's just something 
I can't explain it. I never felt that way. Mm. And even now, it's just every single time that anybody asks me about it. I try to avoid it most of the times, those kind of questions. Mm. But um, it's such a weird feeling because even though I'm not there, mm. it feels like part of me is getting crushed every day. Mm. Um, and yeah, and when we found out on 24th of February 2022... Um, I honestly didn't believe it in the beginning because mm. it seems like such an impossible thing. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like, especially in 2022, why should that happen mm-hmm. between Russia and Ukraine? Of course, it's been going on since 2014, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But with missiles, like in that proportions on the whole country, and even two days ago, they shot 70 something missiles in all cities. Mm-hmm. And it's just going on and on and on and on. It's 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 really difficult, and I'm obviously having that connection as well with my grandparents, with friends, with that being my country. It's it's been really hard in the beginning, and it's still hard now. But yeah, we managed to in March we managed to take her out of there, two days traveling, and you know, like I'm saying traveling, but people don't understand sometimes that traveling it meant getting on that bus and then getting for two days in that bus going on all those roads which were camped with people who are ready to shot buses Mm -hmm. and just in order to kill it like it's a it's an actual thing yeah there have been so many buses just been shot and the whole bus was that like nobody left right and people were just trying normal civilians just trying to escape out of out of ukraine um so that was really heavy. And then she walked for 10K when she was barely walking. It's uh, honestly, she's so brave and I have so much respect with her to her. And I grew up with that exact grandmother. Like she's mm. um, even when my parents were working, I was all the time with my grandma, it was my sister. Um, so she's like a second mom. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I love her more than anything in this world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's been really heavy. I'm very happy that my whole family, she's safe. My whole family's safe. Um, obviously, my granddad, grandmother, and my aunt are still um, still in Kiev. Um, and they are still living with that fear on a daily basis, which is, I don't think, is something that should happen in 2022. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, things can move forward from there. Let's hope that yeah, it well, does. There is only one way in which things can move forward, <laughs> and I will not say it on this podcast. Huh? So um, tell us a little bit about, just changing on this, um, how kind of fitness is important. And, mm. what you know, obviously you're a dancer, but how do you kind of keep, fit and ready for that dance well uh to be fair i i do a lot of things at the same time i'm running i'm about to run a marathon on sunday uh in rome uh i'm boxing oh wow i'm boxing yeah (laughs) um i'm not a good boxer but i'm boxing i'm having fun with that it's really hard training um it's I'm good cycling. exercise. Boxing is yeah, good. it's really good exercise they're tough i never thought they were that tough Hmm. um I'm cycling. Um, tried swimming because I wanted to go to do a triathlon, but I'm really a bad swimmer. Um, yeah, I'm stretching. I'm doing Pilates. I'm doing calisthenics. Uh, I'm doing PT. So I'm doing a lot of different things. And of course, at the same time, I'm doing a lot of different type of dance. Mm-hmm. So I and I feel like it just keeps my mind healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I think that's the important thing about the body 
and the mind, you know, it's yeah. really important. Yeah, 100%. It's, that's, I think that's the only reason I'm actually doing it because whenever I'm not exercising, I fall in some kind of a depression, honestly, because hmm. um, I need that... I need that to spread my energy somewhere. I need that. And you said you prefer to be busy than not. I prefer to be busy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And obviously you've got the Strictly Pro Tour coming up. It's coming up now. We're starting next month, yeah, which is really exciting. Amazing. Very exciting. Hopefully we can be there. So You're invited to come in <laughs> thank London. Thank you. Thank you. So we got a good question for you. Let's go. What is your hope for the future? Um, that can be like over the immediate future or the future future <laughs> wow okay let's see how much i can share because <laughs> like i have a plan for the next 10 years i always wow. i always have a plan like detailed plan oh, it's nice. everything written down wow. uh, which year wow. which, what should happen um on a general basis let's let's leave all the kind of my Specific. Personal, yeah, specifics. Yeah. On a general basis, I just hope to make an impact on Strictly. I really want to make an impact. I would love to win it as well, definitely. Um, I'm sure you will. <laughs> well, I hope so. Uh, but um, I want to make an impact, which is the most important thing. I think it's much more important than even um, than winning it. Um, you know, like the thing with diabetes. Um this is, has been probably one of my biggest joys that I had from Strictly is receiving the messages which I have received from kids, from parents, and in general, people that are involved with diabetes still today, yesterday, I received again messages about that. Um, how much one person can help somebody else just by being a positive image. And... I never knew about that, honestly. For me, for me, showing and speaking about my diabetes was since I was thirteen, way before I was in TV, was a normal thing. Maybe because I'm a performer, maybe because I'm always facing these kind of things, right? I'm always out there. Like it's just my job to be out there. And when I was competing, it was just my my job to be out there. And I never knew that a lot of people are kind of afraid to talk about it, um, are hiding, hiding having the diabetes and. Um, once I started receiving, I remember I came out on, uh, on the first, um, on the first episode, right? And I just waved my hand like this and here I had a sensor. And that same night I received so many pictures of parents making pictures of their kids mm -hmm. in front of a TV, me standing like this mm -hmm. and the kids at home with the same sensor on the same arm doing the same thing. And it's honestly, it's one of the most beautiful things that ever happened to me. Mm. Because you can live with almost with nothing, just putting yourself out there mm. and being a positive image. You can make so many kids happy and so many people, you can just give them just something to look up to. And just maybe for somebody just to, to know it's it's okay, even though you, you might be yeah. not okay right now. It is okay, and it's okay not to be okay in this moment. Yeah, exactly. Because you will figure it out, and you will figure out how it works, and uh, you will you will be fine. And that's the most beautiful thing. Yeah, I think obviously taking away the stigma and also showing that you can do anything. You, you can know, do anything. You don't have to let it. I believe it hundred percent. You can do anything. I probably can't become the president of the United <laughs> Kingdom since I'm not the citizen here. But yeah, but I believe you can do anything. You can become whoever you want. Definitely. And are you dating? 
I'm not, <laughs> I'm not dating. I'm not dating at the moment. That's cool. I'm that's single cool. and happy. And yeah. you, you see yourself mainly in the UK for now. 100%. Amazing. I might be here for the rest of my life. It's, it's, honestly, it's something that I've been thinking about for like for the last two, three months. That it could be, it could be my possible Your final home. destination. Your second home. <laughs> yeah, my final destination kind of is. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's amazing. And we're definitely looking forward to the Strictly Pro Tour and then obviously seeing you on the main show again. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Nikita. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> All of Nikita's details and links will be in the show notes. And thank you guys for listening. If you like today's show, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. It was presented by me, Dr. Richard Marks. For more about me, I'm on at Dr. Underscore Richard Double Underscore. <laughs> or visit my website, www.drrichardlondon.com. This is a Pop People production recorded at Spiritland Studios. And the music is by Delhi Music. And we will see you next time. Ball.